Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. I am Dan Nunn, and happy President's Day, except to Obama and Biden, because they have done more harm to this country in so many ways since Biden. Now, there are other presidents that have done harm, obviously. But at least that they were able to actually work across the aisles. And it was before things became so uh, divided in a partisan nature and very uh, aggressive nature. This Democrat Party that is in charge now is not the Democrat Party of the past. It's a new Democrat Party. It's the Socialist Communist Party. And all you have to do is, is just look at what they're doing and look at what they say. You don't even need to take my word for it. It just is what it is. So on President's Day, of all days, the Biden regime decided that Biden should go to Ukraine. And it's interesting because we have a we have crisis here right at home on our border and in East Palestine, where the train derailed and toxic fumes were, were they blew up the train to, to get rid of them and it just made matters worse. Biden still hasn't gone there. But guy still hasn't gone there. and uh, But you know who's going to go there? Is Trump is going to go there because Trump is a leader. Trump cares about the American people. Trump cares. It's about priorities. You see, Trump and DeSantis care more about the American people and Biden and the, the Marxist regime that he's a part of care more about lining their own pockets and becoming a globalist. They'd like to just eliminate the United States and become a global community. They think that the elite should, should, should rule all, and that's that. So Biden took off to Ukraine on a visit that they alerted the Russians to. They told the Russians, hey, you know, Biden's coming over to Ukraine, so just to let you know, he's going to Kyiv, and, and so don't, don't do anything dumb. Don't, don't launch any missiles over there or everything because President Biden is going to be there. And I don't know what... What is the purpose of this visit? What's the purpose of this war? What's the end game? That's what I want to know. What is the end game of this war? Because all I hear is, well, we're going to be there as long as it takes. As long as it takes to do what? What are we going to do? Is, is the end game to uh, expel Russia from Ukraine? Or is the end game to have a, a regime change in Russia and get rid of Putin? That's what Zelensky wants. We're giving them tanks. We're giving them guns. We're giving them ammunition. We're giving them tons of money, two hundred billion. That they, 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 some people say a hundred billion. No, no, no. It's far more than that. When you add up all the humanitarian aid, the cash, the weapons, and everything else, it's close to two hundred billion dollars we've given them so far. Like almost twice of the entire annual Russian defense budget, and we keep escalating. So first we give them ammunition. Then we give them anti-missile batteries, Patriot missile batteries. Then we give them tanks. Next is going to be fighter jets. You watch. You heard it here. I'm telling you, they're going to give them fighter jets. And it just keeps escalating more and more and more. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to, we're going to look at how the, the access with Russia and China plays a part in this. And the fact that U.S.-China relations are so horrible right now 
despite the fact that the Biden family is bought and paid for by China. But I, this is this is getting kind of scary. This is getting into the realm of WTF. You know, are we going? Are we marching down a path? That the American people, we have no control over. We cannot change. Whatever our leaders want to do, they're going to do. If they want to throw us headlong into World War III, we're going to go into World War III. Even if the majority, because this administration, this regime has proven they don't care what the American people think. They don't care what the majority thinks. They will do whatever they want to do and damn you. And if you don't agree with us, you're a white supremacist, bigot, racist. Maybe even a domestic terrorist. Or maybe all the above. So they might lead us directly into World War III. And we're going to sit here going, we didn't, we didn't sign up for this. We didn't want you to do this. This is not why we elected you. You were supposed to be the president of peace, the, the president that was supposed to bring things together, the president that was going to work across the aisle. Instead, you become the president of divisiveness, the president of segregation. And it's getting worse. But I've got kind of outside my topic there. That's the overall scheme of things. Let's take a look at what's going on right now. Today, yesterday, President Biden decided he was going to go to Kyiv and a surprise visit. Woohoo! They've been planning this for months. And again, Today is President's Day. They've been planning this for months, and they've been planning to do it on President's Day because they were more, more focused on the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Woo, let's celebrate. They were more focused on that than they were a longstanding American holiday of, of President's Day. And also the fact that we have a wide-open border crisis going on we have a fentanyl crisis going on. We have, you know, in, in East Palestine, the, the train wreck over there. But that describes the Biden administration, doesn't it? A train wreck. So, so what? Joe Biden, surprise visit. Americans stand with you, he says. Do we? Do Americans stand with this? Do Americans stand with send, sending hundreds of billions of dollars over to a country that many people just... I mean, they may have heard of it, but in, the, you know, in, in an obscure sense. It's not like it's some strategic partner. It's not like they provide some massive resource to the United States. Ukraine could disappear off the face of the earth and we would never even know it as Americans. So what makes it so important? This is what uh, the interchange that happened, starting with Zelensky. Thank you so much for coming, Mr. President. At a huge moment for Ukraine, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said in remarks before a bilateral meeting with Biden, I really appreciate that President Biden, American society have been from the very beginning of this war, have been together with us. American society is not with you, Zelensky. We're not. And we're not with Putin either. This is your guys' conflict. America should have nothing to do with this. Speaking of the head of the meeting, Biden said he believed it was important to be in Ukraine ahead of the anniversary of the invasion. Again, the anniversary is more important. The anniversary of, of a war. Woohoo! 
We're at war. We're fighting a proxy war against Russia through Ukraine. That was more important than anything else that's going on domestically on President's Day. Of all days, they planned it today. Because he remembers warning the world of Russia's impending insult. You caused the assault, dumbass. President Biden caused the assault of this. And it began back in the Biden or the Obama administration. Remember, remember, people, we basically overthrew the Ukrainian government and installed a regime that we wanted to be in there. In 2014, the Obama administration with Biden as vice president overthrew the Ukraine government by proxy and installed the people we wanted in there. And that's what we're working with today. So let's put a little history on there. And now we have a war that could very easily escalate into something that would involve all of the NATO nations and also China. This could be a serious global conflict between countries now that all have, this is not World War II, okay? In World War II, there were not nuclear weapons until the end. Now we have nuclear armed nations all over the friggin' world. And you're going to bust out into a world war? How do you think that's going to end? Biden continued, I thought it was critical that there not be any doubt, none whatsoever, about U.S. support for Ukraine in the war. I don't like how he speaks for everybody. And, you know, the funny part is about all of this, not, not, not funny, haha. obviously. There's not anything funny about this. I thought that Democrats and liberals were all about peace and love and flowers and smoking weed. Live and let live. It's almost like we've swapped places. It's like the liberal party has become the party of fascism and war. And the conservatives have become, hey man, let's just live and let live. More of a libertarian kind of Viewpoint. And all these people supporting this Democrat party that, that, that just want to hang out and change their gender whenever they want, defund the police, and let foreign governments take us over, because they will take us over. You, you, this is not a joke, as Biden would say. China has designs on taking over this country, and they're doing it right now. They're doing it every day from within. This was Biden arriving at the, the presidential grounds there in Ukraine alongside uh, Zelensky. Doing his dementia shuffle. Embarrassing. This is, 
these guys are going to lead us into a world war. So anyway, the, pre- the, the White House had this to say. But the question that's being asked, by increasingly on Capitol Hill, and there's going to be another fight over another round of aid, we're about $200 billion into this so far, there are questions about where the U.S. commitment ends to this. I mean, we had a couple of lawmakers just return and say, Congressman Garamendi was one of them who said, I think this is a year from now going to be still going on, this exact same war. We don't know. Um, again, we, we would like to see it end now. Um, and certainly we want to see it on ends, uh, end on terms that uh, are satisfactory to the Ukrainian people and to President Zelensky so that they remain a whole, free, sovereign, independent state. And independence is an ideal that all Americans can get behind and understand. We'd like it to end soon, as soon as possible. My goodness, nobody wants to be sitting here mm-hmm. a year from now talking mm-hmm. about the second anniversary of war. But-, but we are going to be because you don't want to stop it. Because the military industrial complex, man, you're you're paying them off. What about all the other nations all over the world that get taken over all the time? Africa is a great example. South America, another. And there are warring factions all over the world. What makes Ukraine so damned important? These people are tone deaf. They're tone deaf to the fact that we want to secure our own borders. That you know this country is in a recession, and we are in a recession. We're $34 trillion in debt and climbing. And our priority, and it's not, it's not just Biden, Lindsey Graham, all the schmarmy Republicans, they're all about this war too. I'm starting to get concerned, people. Seriously, I am. This is about much more than what's going on here in the United States. It's about much more. This could escalate quickly. We're going to talk about how China could very easily get involved. And I've already talked about how we are escalating our our, uh, support as far as weaponry. The UK is talking about sending more long-range weaponry into Ukraine. What, so they can attack Russia? Is that what the game is here? We're going to take over Russia? Here's Biden today in Ukraine. President of military, economic, and humanitarian support. We united the leading economies of the world to impose unprecedented costs that are squeezing Russia's economic lifelines. Together, we've committed nearly 700 tanks and thousands of armored vehicles. 1,000 artillery systems, more than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition, more than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all defend you to defend Ukraine. And that doesn't count the other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. That's going to be coming your way. Another half a billion. And that's just the United States in this piece. And just today, that announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. So the United States is continuing to do what it does best, and that's causing and funding wars. We just pivoted. Afghanistan, we're done with that. That's old news. Middle East, whatever. Ukraine, Russia. I'm tired of it. 
I don't know about you. I've been, I mean, since I was a kid, I've been saying, why is the United States the police of the world? Why is it up to us to go after, uh, uh, you know, dictators like, like Putin or whatever? They say, well, it's to protect, to protect Ukraine's borders because they might then go into Poland or Germany or whatever. It could lead to World War III if we just let them do what they do. You know what? I disagree. What's leading to World War III is your freaking escalation of this thing and your rhetoric. It's, it's not good. Ron DeSantis responded. And why do I bring Ron DeSantis up? Well, Ron DeSantis is a, a very likely presidential candidate for 2024. What he say does matter. What he thinks matters. And I think it's important for people to hear it. I don't think everybody does. I don't, I'm not saying I support him. I'm a Trump supporter. I'm still a Trump supporter. But I also think it's important to hear from other people that are in the race. Things first on the president's unannounced visit. Is this a good move? Well, you know, Brian, I'm reminded of uh, when he was vice president. Obama and Biden uh, opposed providing lethal aid to Ukraine during those years. Uh, and then I'm also reminded that I don't think any of this would have happened but for the weakness that the president showed during his first year in office, culminating, of course, in the disastrous withdrawal in Afghanistan. So I think while he's over there, I think I and many Americans are thinking to ourselves, okay, he's very concerned about those borders halfway around the world. He's not done anything to secure our own border here at home. We've had millions and millions of people pour in, tens of thousands of Americans dead because of fentanyl. And then, of course, we just suffered a national humiliation of having China fly a spy balloon clear across the continental United States. So we have a lot of problems accumulating here in our own country that, that he is neglecting. Oh, but they say the border is border's totally secure. Oh, and we, we got lots of intelligence for the Chinese spy balloon. They don't care about our own borders. They don't care about any of it. But, but hey, it's all good, right? Because we're protecting freedom. We're protecting a democratic society or, or democracy of Ukraine that's led by a bunch of thugs and criminals. The Ukraine government, the Ukraine way is not, it's not freedom. It's not the United States. We're not fighting for freedom over there. We're fighting to keep a, a dictator in power that has shut down his free press, that has shut down freedom of religion, and that goes around the world begging for money to continue his war against Russia. Again, I'm no Putin supporter. I'm no Russian supporter. What they did here was BS. But that doesn't make it our job. Russia has gone into Ukraine before. They went and oh, they took over Crimea. This is not the first time that Russia has invaded Ukraine. We didn't go to war with Russia or Ukraine then. So why are we doing it now? Remember, Ukraine used to be part of Russia. They do have a little bit of, I mean, I'm not, again, not defending them or supporting them, but there's a historical precedent there, right? 
Anyway, I'm glad that that Biden got to visit Ukraine so he could join. Remember all the people that have gone there, all the Hollywood stars, and oh, Pelosi went there, and Schumer went there, and they all they all met with Zelensky. They got their photo op done. They took their pictures. They shook hands. I don't know who put this together, but uh, I, th- I think it's pretty funny. So now we're going to get to the weirdness part of the show. We're going we're gonna to do weird here for a little bit because the men reports about truth, freedom, and weirdness. Because if you don't do a little bit of weirdness once in a while, the truth gets a little, it can get a little stressful. Anyway, so check this out. That guy's a joke. It is a clown show. I, I, I can't remember ever seeing anything like this in my life. And, and I don't think it's just because there's more press coverage nowadays, 24-7 all over the world. This is, th- th- you couldn't write this. If you were going to make up a script for a movie, you couldn't write this. And he takes all these, and then he makes his tour around the world. Then he goes around to all the nations and begs for money. And everybody just gives it to him. This is, does anybody else think this is a little bit weird? I think it's a little bit weird. That's why I put that there. So anyway, I got to say we have, the Nen Report does have some, uh, we have some sources that are serious, some sources that um, from time to time will give me information that not everybody else has. Believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm small time. I get it. But, I do have my sources. One of my sources recently revealed the real reason for this visit by Biden to Ukraine. And he just needed a sniff. He just needed a sniff, man. That's it. (laughs) Now we know why Biden went to Ukraine. All right. Enough enough weirdness for today. I just needed to bring that up. We got we to gotta put a break in this stuff, or it just gets really, it almost gets too much. Kamala Harris, so talk about escalation. So we have told, first of all, our relations with China right now are not good. They're, they're horrible, in fact. They flew a spy balloon across our whole country. Biden just let it, uh, for a whole week, it just went across the country. Everybody looked at it. 
was all over the news. And then we shot it down after it got all the information that it wanted. And then they tried to claim that, oh, well, we got lots of intelligence out of it too. BS. China is very slowly taking over this country. I could do several shows just on that. But the fact is we've already got bad China relations. Blinken went over there and said, or said to China in Munich, he met with his counterpart from China and said that you guys have got to knock this off. He was pretty stern about it. I didn't pull up that video because I can't stand listening to that guy. But uh, we basically said, if you do that again, there's going to be consequences. And then you got China saying, well, there's tons of consequences. You guys are going to have consequences because you're doing the same thing. You're spying on us. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. And then you have Kamala Harris jumps in. And just keep this in mind. So China's involved in this. Kamala Harris jumps in and says that Russia, and, and only she, and, <laughs> she says it in only a way that Kamala Harris could. Russia has committed crimes against humanity. And not only that, but that the U.S. will hold them, that we'll, they're going to be held accountable. How are they going to be held accountable? What are we going to do? Go to war with Russia? Is that going to hold them accountable? That's, I think, what's going to happen. And there is no doubt these are crimes against humanity. I'm going to pause for just a minute and suggest that it, 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 the way to end this right now is just to get everybody together in one room, you know, Z and Biden and Zelensky and Putin, and they could just all get together and play a game of cards against humanity, have a few laughs, drink some whiskey, smoke some cigars, maybe some weed, and just chill the fuck out. All right, back to Kamala. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. And I say, to I all say. those who have perpetrated these crimes and to their superiors who are complicit in these crimes, you will be held to account. In the face of these indisputable facts, to all of us here in Munich, let us renew our commitment to accountability. Let us renew our commitment to the rule of law. The rule of law coming from an official of the Biden regime. Oh, Kamala. I'm sure they're shaking in their boots. And I say that you will be held accountable. You'll be held to account. I'm sure coming from Kamala Harris, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're freaking out over there right now, right? Like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So, like I said, we're looking at a global conflict here. So here's here's that here's what we have. I mean, you've got you've got Biden 
and Zelensky, for some reason, I mean, again, who the F is Ukraine? They're not some global power. They're not some massive provider to the United States. They're not strategically important to us. So why are we there? Why are we fighting a war against Russia through Ukraine? Because that's what we're doing. Make no mistake. Meanwhile, Russia is cozying up to China. And China has said that they will help them, you know, as needed. That if, you know, if push comes to shove, China is going to ally with Russia and they're going to they're send them arms. If China starts sending weaponry and arms to Russia, that's it, folks. Man, we're on the path. We are on the road. We are on the downhill side to World War III. If China jumps into this, you've got the U.S. funding and weaponizing Ukraine, and then you've got China that's going to then fund and weaponize Russia. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that that could lead to, to some very bad very bad things. And a lot of people have commented on this. I mean, article in the Telegraph today, China may win Putin's war in Ukraine for him. Vladimir Putin is calling in his few remaining international allies in his latest push for victory in Ukraine. Foremost among these is China, also India, by the way. China, which last year proclaimed that its friendship with Moscow had no limits and no forbidden areas of cooperation now that cooperation may extend to the military equipment necessary for a Russian victory. U.S. intelligence indicates that Beijing is prepared to supply Russia with lethal military aid, described by Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. God, that guy. This administration is... is Anthony Blinken has everything from ammunition to the weapons themselves, with the war in Ukraine turning into a battle of Attrition of ammunition supplies. This could mark an extremely dangerous escalation if the vast Chinese military complex swings into action to help its struggling junior partner and potentially an eventual end to the war on Putin's terms. As far as I can tell, and is the United States and the Biden regime, we're the only people escalating this right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're the only people escalating this right now. But as usual, they like to project what they're doing onto other people. Oh, that wasn't a slide I meant to put up, but speaking of balloons, I don't know if this is real or not, that Goodyear actually did this, but don't shoot (laughs) over the Daytona 500. That's funny. That was the wrong slide. I didn't mean to put that up, but since I did put that up, that's what happens. I'm my own own act, one-man band here, or one-man band. I could be a one-man Dan. At any rate, I, I, I record, I produce, I do the show all on my own. I, we, I do all the research. I do all of it. Someday, I'll have a producer. We'll see what happens. I was talking about World War III, and you thought I was crazy. Some of you. Zelensky warns of World War III if China allies with Russia. And if you go back about six or seven months ago, I did a show on this exact thing. And I said, this is going to lead to World War III because China is going to take Russia's side. I said this exact thing. 
six or seven months ago when I did a show on the war. So you can go back to my episodes and you can check it out. I might even link into it somewhere. Zelensky says, for us, it is important that China does not support the Russian Federation in this war. The Ukrainian president told German Daily D. Welt, according to Reuters, in fact, I would like it to be on our side. At the moment, however, I don't think it is possible. Secretary of State Antony Blinken warned China on Saturday that there would be consequences if the communist country sent lethal aid to support Russia in the war nearing its one-year mark. Blinken has reportedly been concerned about China cozying up to Putin and taking on a larger role in the war. So the United States is going around. All right, first of all, we're dumping hundreds of billions of dollars into Ukraine to fight Russia. Now, and we've warned Russia that you're committing crimes against humanity. So we're warning you there will be consequences. And then on the other hand, we're warning China. Don't supply them. We're warning you. So we're just warning everybody. What, what are we going to do, Blinken, Biden? What are we going to do? We're just going to fight the whole fucking world? Is that what we're going to do? We're just going to fight our two major adversaries at the same time, two massive nuclear powers at the same time? Is that what we're going to do? And you, you, you snowflake liberals out there, you, you dumb, stupid, idiot, useless idiots sat there and said for four years that Trump was going to lead us into World War III. And your man, Dementia Biden, China Joe, is the one that's marching us down the path to World War III. We wouldn't even be here if the duly elected president, if there had not been election interference in 2020, Trump would still be in office and we would not be where we are. So how about that? How about that? Let's take a look here. Oh, so not only are we giving them a lot of money, obviously, and I think I showed this. I'm going to show it one more time. Not only are we funding the war, we're going to fund their pensions and their welfare too because there's not a homeless problem in the United States. There's not a Social Security and Medicare and welfare problem in the United States. There's not an a, a inflation crisis, a border crisis in the United States. We should definitely go around funding other countries, right? Fund their military, fund their government. And let's, while we're at it, let's just fund their social network as well. And to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. <coughs> it's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. So really, we're going to... 
Oh, man. Where does this end? And again, I'll go back to where I started. What is the goal here? Is it to kick Russia out of Ukraine? Is it to do a regime change in Russia? Do they want Crimea back? Are we willing to go to war with both Russia and China to affect this? Biden and his regime have said they're going to do whatever it takes. And my question is, whatever it takes to do what? What's your goal? Here's the number better take of the day. You've got a Biden regime that is headlong driving the United States into a war, a direct conflict with not only Russia, but possibly China. We're giving hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight a proxy war against Russia for what? What's the end game? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? What is the U.S. interest in Ukraine? Where is the direct U.S. interest? They like to say, oh, Ukraine, Americans stand behind you. But do we? I don't think the United States, I don't think Americans stand behind this as a whole. We certainly don't stand behind going to war with Russia or China. But all you have to do is look at what's going on and see that it could possibly lead there. And that's scary. It scares the fuck out of me. So the question is, how do we stop this? There needs to be, there needs to be a de-escalation of this. We can't continue down this path. The United States keeps escalating it. It started out with a little bit of humanitarian aid. Then it moved up to, you know, some ammunition. Then it moved up to some Patriot missile batteries and training for that. Then we sent, you know, Abram tanks over there and some training for that. What's next? Fighter jets. Boots on the ground, maybe? Is that what's next? What if we back Putin into a corner so far he decides to attack another country? Maybe he decides to lob a nuclear weapon somewhere. He's put his forces on high alert, including his nuclear forces, his submarines and bombers. This weekend, just went on high alert. Biden went over on President's Day, of all days, he decided to go visit Ukraine on a U.S. holiday, a holiday where he should be here addressing our own nation's, our own nation's problems and concerns. He won't defend our border. He won't go visit East Palestine and address the, the, the environmental catastrophe that's happened there with the train derailment. But he cares about the Ukraine border You've got to ask why. Why are we so set on defending Ukraine? Why are we so set on escalating this war? China has said they're going to support Russia now. China might st start sending ammunition and weapons to Russia. And then you've got the U.S. dumping money into Ukraine and weapons in Ukraine. Then you've got China dumping money and weapons into Russia. That pretty much looks like a world war to me. You got all these countries involved. It's only, I mean, you got, it, this is like a tinderbox of, of ugh, dynamite, man. It's getting ready to blow up. It needs to de-escalate. Like I said earlier, 
these people need to just sit down in a room. And Kamala says, you know, they said we're going to hold Russia accountable for this, that they have committed crimes against humanity. And they're going to be held accountable. I don't know how we're going to, what we're going to do to hold them accountable. We're going to blow up their pipelines. <laughs> we're going to go to war with them. I say they all sit down in a room together and play cards of humanity. They can all have a laugh. Drink some whiskey, smoke some cigars, maybe some weed. And then be done with it. Anyway, thanks for watching. Hey, if you're just listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com, or on any of the podcast channels, check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report because you can see all the video and all the stuff that I put up there. You can see my long hair that everybody likes to make fun of, mostly guys who are bald. And I'm on all the socials at the nun report, except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can link into everything right there, one stop, one shop. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.